0: Scarves Up Seattle! Welcome, everyone, to the February edition of Scarves Up. I am Nad Maymoudis, here with David Maymoudis. Hello, everybody. And it is time to, again, talk about the Seattle Sounders, the Club World Cup, for the Seattle Sounders starts in two days when this comes out we still don't know who is the opponent the Sounders will be playing as we were recording this before that game is happening that game is tomorrow when we are recording this and we will also be previewing the first game of the 2023 MLS season for the Seattle Sounders which is against the Colorado Rapids so let's get in to everything that we have missed. Uh let's and uh miss how have you been in this last month? Uh it's it doesn't it feel like it's been forever
1: since the World Cup or since the Sounders last had a game? It definitely seems like forever since the Sounders last had a game. Obviously, the season ended earlier for us in Seattle than we're typically expect we're typically used to. And Right. So because of the World Cup, it feels like, you know, was that in the summer like it usually is? So it feels like it's been a very strange winter. Um, And then, yeah, the world is so strange in so many other ways um, that I totally feel that way. It just seems seems like a long time since we've had Sounder soccer.
0: I've wanted to introduce this segment for some time now uh, j- just so we can talk about some other soccer besides Sounders, since we have narrowed down uh, the the segment, which it's, doesn't have a name. Maybe you can help with that part. Uh, is uh, just about what other soccer uh, you have been watching. What what have you been watching in in this time? Any games that you want to bring up that you particularly enjoyed?
1: Well, I mean, obviously the game that you know, you know, normally you know we we stick to we don't really talk about scripted television on this podcast, um, but you know, I think the writers of Welcome to Wrexham did a really good job with the last game, um, you know, this weekend, um, you know, again, joking here, obviously, but, uh, you know, the FA cup is obviously a a brand of soccer that, you know, doesn't, uh, doesn't get nearly as much attention in the U S as it does in great Britain. Um, but you know, has a whole bunch of interesting stories. And this last game with Wrexham and Sheffield United, um, you know, just was really, you know, quite a game of soccer. Um, and, you know, even separate from the narrative and the question of whether it will end up as the finale of season two of welcome to Wrexham when the documentary catches up to real life. Um, It was both you know sort of a whole bunch of interesting storylines and just a really entertaining game on the field with obviously a a pretty dramatic finish which then of course for you know fans of american football you know the idea of a dramatic 3-3 tie um is also exactly the kind of thing that will make um you know fans of american football or the espn um uh you know commentators not warm to soccer as a sport they should be paying attention to but again uh, quite an amazing game
0: well the commentators were liking it i mean john champion was the no no i'm not talking about annoying...
1: I'm, I'm just talking about on SportsCenter. center you know the question of will it be the same joke about about you know why should we talk about soccer um that's been true since sports night um
0: but but, but john champion i i will i need to bring up worst part of the, of the game was having to listen to him again uh, MOS is not is no longer on ESPN so that means we don't have to hear him do Sounders games but with that now he's doing the games that people in America want to watch and so Perry, it seems like he wants America to still hear his voice uh, we don't want that he's not a good commentator and he was the worst part about watching this game. And now, since the game is going to get replayed um, at Sheffield United, uh, it seems like we'll probably be hearing him again. Uh, It was a great game. I also watched this game. Lots of fun. Um, It annoyed me a little bit how much they kept showing Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I I was like, okay, I get it. He's there. Um, The amount of – I mean, he was making some great faces – since the score kept changing, um, not the best referee game, but also this, the uh, definitely some stuff would have been different if there was VAR. Do you think that their red card is a red card if there's VAR?
1: Um, I, I really had hardly ever, you know, they, they kept saying, oh, we, you know, maybe we'll see the replay where you can see it. So the commentators seemed to think there was something red card worthy, but I never saw it in the, the views that I had as a fan. Um, so I really don't know. And, you know, and the, um, but I, otherwise I didn't really see any calls that looked hundred percent wrong. I don't know if that, if the one penalty before Ollie Palmer's shot off the crossbar would have been given, you know, once they've played on and he's taken that shot and, and missed it. You know, could you still go back and award the penalty or do you feel, or do you, is there sort of a double jeopardy rule where you can't have both the the shot attempt and, and the penalty? Um,
0: There were were also lots of chances for uh, Wrexham. I mean, Ali Palmer had that one chance where he thought it crossed the line. Um, I don't think it did, but that was really close.
1: Right, but do you um, remember what I'm talking about—that it happened yeah. just after a handball. Yeah. you know that I think might might well have been called by VAR. Do you know if the replay will have VAR because it's at a a, a championship stadium where um, where they probably have had VAR in the past, or is it that the FA Cup doesn't have VAR?
0: I think it's. I don't think it would be about the stadium. Just think about that on like a general sports.
1: Right, I mean, but it, it's a mixture, you know. Part like, of it is part of it is the equipment. Part of it is the staffing. Um, so anyway, it'll be interesting to see how the game is different when it's not at the Rex. I don't think you can Rexham do fans.
0: do some games have VAR and some don't. Like I think that means that it just doesn't have uh, VAR. Um, should this right, it, mean at this stage, should they just add it? Should they just require it? Could the FA afford that?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Um,
1: but again, if you have, you know, these, you know, Wrexham is a pretty big stadium, but sometimes you'll get lower level clubs with tiny stadiums, you know, and if you don't know two weeks in advance that they're going to be the ones playing against Manchester United, you know, how do you, you know, just logistically it would be very hard to require it for, you know, for every, you know, fourth round FA cup game. So I can understand why they wouldn't, but anyway, um, I like this segment but- of, uh, you know, things that aren't MLS. I don't know. We'll have to come up with a better name for it.
0: Yeah. If you want to help name the section, tweet at us at scarves up pod uh, with your suggestions. All right. For some other news, uh, something that we definitely did not talk about since another thing that came out uh, is uh, about the league's cup is the Sounders know who is going to be in our group in the summer, when the when the MLS season stops, in the middle, the U, the Sounders will be in a group with Monterey and RSL. Um, how are you feeling about being in a group with both of those teams, both good teams? We just have to beat one of those teams in the first in this group stage uh, of the Leagues Cup. Um, in general, uh, what was your reaction to the groups being announced?
1: Um, I haven't looked at them very closely. I mean, I think I just don't have much of a sense of what this competition is going to be like as a fan and how it will affect the general, you know, MLS versus the rest of the world discourse. Um, you know, I guess, right. Like with any draw, there are winners. There seem like there are winners and losers from it. So, um, I think again, it'll be interesting to, to see this summer, how it plays out, how the whole, you know, break from MLS feels. And you know to see how how the competition you know plays out. Obviously, MLS will get an advantage from it being on um you know closer to home, I would guess. So that anyway, my guess is it will not all the, ga- all the games.
0: All. all the games are being played in the U.S. There on are no US. games so, right. in
1: Mexico. Right. So that's that's my point. Like, yeah, you know, if you know if the MLS teams did win every single game, then that wouldn't settle it once and for all that our we're better at soccer. Um, Anyway, it'll be very interesting to see how it works out this summer and whether it is something that, you know, we play for the next 20 years or turns out to just be a a one-time thing.
0: One of the reasons I thought that this tournament was going to be interesting was because then we, we would get to see teams that we don't usually get to see. Um, with it being like a World Cup style. Well, it's not a World Cup style because there's not an actual draw. There was not an actual draw. The well, there was some randomization, um the at first, they they, to figure out the groups, they did it based on geography and then order that teams came in. But it's not also uh like a complete like, the worst team in MOS is also going to be in a group with the, the best team in MOS or, or it's, they didn't do that. Exactly. But the, but the point but it's remains it's kind of like,
1: the, it's kind of like still... the open cup where we end up playing San Jose every single year.
0: Exactly. And there's a problem with this, uh, uh with the U S with the U S open cup, you have teams in the USL who literally can't afford to go play across the country. But for this, where all the teams have money, and both leagues are stopping. Like, there's no reason why the teams should be – why the teams are playing teams that are close to them or in their conference. We're only playing five – we're only playing uh, four Eastern Conference teams this year, Um, and this is – like like why don't we play more and I'll, we we could play them in a later stage but this is something i do not like about uh the tournament i mean yes travel is a um is something that they have to keep in mind but i mean it's the world at the world cup just like use new just use like neutral locations like in the the world cup uh or or do it all and you could all do it In in Florida, do more like the bubble or like the uh, last World Cup formation uh, in Qatar where where you have all the teams close to the same place. I just think it's boring that we're playing RSL and Monterey again. And then also the fact that we're doing groups of three also annoys me because one team is going to be eliminated by doing nothing basically um as you can't have all games happen at once any other thoughts on on the league's cup
1: i mean again i'm you know excited to see it as a concept i agree with you that the groups of three aren't ideal it'd be more interesting to see a wider variety of um of opponents um so again you know they picked a format we'll try it we'll see how it works out um you know, like the uh, like the Club World Cup, which we'll talk about more. You know, I think the goal obviously is for the Sounders to get past that initial group stage and keep playing interesting opponents. Um, and yeah, we'll just have to see.
0: Who do you think is the team that will not make it out of the group uh, in the Sounders group? Because it's not going to be rso well, so sorry it's not going to be the sounders the sounders are not going to get knocked out that's not happening i went knock on wood that's not happening um who's going to get eliminated rso or monterey
1: you know again obviously it's it's mid-season um i can't remember what stage league mx is of the season then is that um where are they through their that's- season
0: that's like their middle of the season. They they
1: play they play two like half seasons. That's the break between the, their two yeah. halves of the season. Yeah. Um. So uh, you know, again, obviously it depends. Uh, it's who's not healthy. it's not the break.
0: It's around when they start their second the 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 fall season.
1: Right. That that um,
0: that start is just delayed this year.
1: You know, I think what I expect to see is MLS to do pretty well, and for um. Partisans of Liga MX to blame the format and say they didn't get a fair shake. So, you know, on that thing, I'll guess that RSL will come through. Um, But um...
0: So RSL 0 for Monterey. Is what you're going with? I, That's what I'm, I'm super... going with,
1: but with no with no basis. In fact, I really haven't looked at how RSL's team is working out this year, and I know next to nothing about Monterey, especially this think, year compared to before. I
0: think I think that could happen. Monterey, uh, Monterey is in usually like the top four of Liga MX. Um, it could happen that uh, they get eliminated because it's all in the U.S. and the the. The American teams have been dominating on uh, U.S. soil. That being said, um, I do think Monterey is the better team, so I will say us and Monterey go through.
1: I can't argue that you're um, wrong. I, I mean, I think a it. lot of it will be about how seriously Monterey takes it. You know, if they if they bring their best eleven and they, you know, and they and they play to win, that's different than if. You know, I could also imagine, you know, given the state of any international border crossing, that there may be players who can't, you know, who can't come, that there may be, you know, players who choose to, who they choose to rest. Um, So again, you know, lots of uncertainties between between now and the summer. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Any team that chooses to not play a starting team uh, they're to not play their best available team in this tournament will it will very much annoy me um if any team chooses to do that. MOS or League MX because there are no other games that are happening during this time. There will be none uh, for either league. There is no reason to not play your to not play your best team, especially when the first, whoever wins goes straight into the knockout stages of the CONCAF champions league in the future. And if you come in uh second place, or even third place, the, uh, uh, the runner up in third place. And then, uh, even if you came in like fourth place, you still could have a very good shot of making it into the CCL because of, uh, if the team that wins the competition, um, qualifies via another way so there's so many ways into ccl um and it's another trophy so there's literally no reason to rest players and that will annoy me if players if people do that because this is a trophy like your players are paid to win trophies the coaches are paid to win trophies what like why would you decide that this one doesn't mean any. Like, he can decide this one trophy is meaningless, uh, like sometimes what they do, what teams do with the U.S. Open Cup, but that is happening during the MLS season. This is not. So, I think teams should play their their starting lineups for this entire tournament. All right. Uh, Another thing that happened in January is the is Apple announced who will be covering games as for this next season. All games that are not on Fox or one of Fox's networks or uh, Univision um, will be on Apple TV in in French, Spanish, and English. There will also be a whip around show that happens since most of the games are on Saturday at seven 30. Um, what are your thoughts on this, uh, Apple deal? Um, the major league baseball coverage, uh, which is on Apple TV has been, uh, just a horrendous piece of shit. Um, they don't know what they're talking about at all. Um, there are times last season, maybe because they they're didn't all soccer fans rules. and they just
1: don't know American baseball, you know, so maybe they'll do better. I mean, here.
0: they grabbed all baseball people uh, for that, and they've taken um, people from all the MOS clubs because there are no local broadcasts. Uh, it is nice knowing that for this season, like the Sounders are playing more at consistent times and, uh, we won't have to ask each other like what, but what channel is the Sounders game on? It's on Joe TV or is it on ESPN? It will all be on Apple.
1: Do you know what it means for the sort of local voices of the the Sounders, You know, Marcus Hanneman and Steve Zakuani and that kind of thing? Will they have any role in the broadcast or will they be doing radio coverage?
0: I do not know if, uh, I'm guessing the radio coverage for the Sounders locally, that could be them. with this uh deal, MLS, the mos clubs are also required to do specific uh social media posting and uh and uh promotion for their clubs so clubs still have to have people who do this kind of stuff so they could help with that as they're st- i think they're still connected i don't know so anyway i mean that uh, they, obviously... they also i mean a lot of these people were just let go when they when they uh, made the announcement that there would not be local broadcasts. It will be interesting to see um, if the Sounders end up having the, the same commentators for games. Um, for many games, when we're not on a national televised game, it will be interesting to see if Keith Costigan will do Sounders games um, again, since he was he was just announced uh, to be joining the Apple. TV deal. Um, it is interesting. Um, so Apple did just announce a bunch more commentators. When they first announced the commentators, I was like, they only announced five commentators. There are many times where there are five games, more than five games happening. So now uh, it's clear that we have like the full slate. Uh, and I think, my our, impression, yeah.
1: I think my impression was that overall, the deal was bringing more money into MLS that the, the TV rights were for a, a higher total number. So I think that's, you know, obviously good for the league. I'm sure there'll be some growing pains as, you know, any new network takes over for the first time. Um, there'll be some things that don't that don't go as well as they should. Um, it, you know, it, and- it
0: is good that it's all going to be in one place. I think that is good. The no blackouts thing is huge. Um, and the fact that there's going to be like in actual they, they've they really tried to have like an mls like wrap-up show or like a world or we're on show and but they've struggled to get viewers now that like apple is the home i feel like they can also do some special shows that can pop up and everyone will know it's on apple um, but on the other hand they never hand, really be interesting did that we see yeah. how
1: you know how espn and fox change their coverage of mls or don't you know now well,
0: that they ESPN, don't have. Yeah, ESPN. Will Will Fox will still cover MLS? They are there are still games on Fox. The Sounders' first game against the Rapids is right, still but just on
1: their. On Fox. You know on their ESPN, night. Yeah. You know on their news shows, yeah. on their on their general sports wrap up shows. You know if Apple is more associating with MLS, will other networks? You know therefore talk about it less, or will they try to fight to, re- to retain a soccer, a soccer conscious audience? um that will be interesting hopefully, to see.
0: Hopefully, I'm not sure what the deal entails. We'll have to see what happens when the MLS season starts. But for like uh, Champions League and World Cup games, like ESPN FC, um, their main, uh, the main ESPN show that shows soccer highlights, like they can't show highlights of the Champions League or the World Cup. They couldn't show highlights of that because of – uh, another channel having the deal. Okay, so hopefully there's some agreement that they and, could yeah. that they can show the highlights, because um, it really is a shame when they when you they're just expecting you to have watched the game for the World Cup. It's nice to be able to see exactly what they're talking about um, when you have a TV format. Uh,
1: and another so it's not, another sports yeah. media consolidation story that I don't know if you've been following that is. Um the story with SB nation, which had been funding sounder at heart and and a number of team specific um soccer blogs uh, yeah, I don't know if you're aware pretty much of all, a-
0: pretty much mm-hmm. all the all the the websites that uh, follow mOS and teams and then also a lot of um lower division um teams in other sports very sad um hopefully all the uh, we won't see a bunch of them disappear. Um, very sad to see Vox uh, cut ties.
1: Right. So it it looked like you know Sounder at Heart and some of the other stronger ones um, may you know may still be able to retain some staff, but I'm not sure mm-hmm. you know if the other ones will. And I don't know what effect this will have on Sounder at Heart directly.
0: Yeah. So definitely, we we want to give our support. Uh, two blogs. Hopefully, they continue. Um, also for the Apple deal, some interesting names, uh, that are have been announced as analysts or uh, studio analysts. Uh, we will get to see the likes of uh BWP and uh Diego Valeri. Are going to be a part of the broadcast crew. Diego Valeri will be doing Spanish. Um, on uh, uh, he will be a Spanish color uh, commentator uh, for more, for broadcast. BWP, um, Bradley Wright Phillips, and uh, Sasha Klestin, another uh, former Red Bull, will be in the studio, giving their thoughts. Um, any thoughts on, on any of those three that I just named, um, do you think they're going to be good TV or do you think they're going to be, uh, like Ben Olson, uh, the former DC coach who was absolutely crap when it came to TV?
1: Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, obviously the being, being good at playing soccer, um, doesn't necessarily translate into being good at talking about soccer on TV, you know, some players are are good trash talkers on the field and sometimes that carries over well into the broadcast and sometimes it doesn't. Um you know, I I think again we'll see a lot of people, you know, get a chance. We'll see we'll see how those things go over time. Um I yeah, I didn't see any particularly, you know, any particular names um that you know, I was excited or 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 mad about you know possibly hearing. I guess Diego Valeri. We we probably won't be listening to the Spanish language broadcast. You and I, at least, too much. Um, I don't
0: know if the English uh, broadcast sucks so bad, then we might have you can, to.
1: Okay, maybe your Spanish is good enough. You can brush up on your skills by listening there. But for I me, mean, that's not work. the
0: point. Just watching soccer with Spanish commentators, you're like it, it's just like a different time it still hits hard uh, It it like soccer is meant to be watched with either uh, Spanish commentators or British commentators uh, it's just like you want to hear that dialect or that like tone when you watch sure. soccer
1: um, so anyway I think you know I'm sure there'll be growing pains you know I guess what I you know what I would ask you Nat and uh, you know the rest of the soccer watching public is you know be a little patient with, with the new setup, um, you know, but also let's hold them accountable and hope that they improve over time. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what Apple does with their, with their control of the soccer broadcasting of the MLS broadcasting environment.
0: All right. So let's move on to previewing the Sounders game, which comes up this Saturday, we are finally ready to watch the Sounders. The Sounders played uh, two preseason friendlies in Spain. Um, did he manage to catch either of those games? Uh, or, or the highlight? what well, they didn't show. They weren't uh, broadcast. You could follow along via Twitter, um, but they played two games. First game was pretty much a starting lineup for the Sounders, minus Jao Paulo. Jao Paulo played in the second game. He was limited smetzer has said that's, that that Gel paulo will be limited or will make an appearance he he will make an appearance but it doesn't seem like he will start uh or or he'll play the entire game he could start
1: uh, yeah, i guess he played 45 minutes what? in in this friendly you know great to know that he was out there on the field um i saw some highlights it's hard to get a i don't really have yeah. a sense of you know what the opposition was but you know it's great to see you know everyone out there and healthy And, um, you know, the scores in these games don't, don't mean much of anything. Um, you know, nice to see some highlights and there've been some good highlights from some of the, um, other, you know, inter-squad games and things like that. So, you know, nice to see everyone, um, you know, sort of out there happy and loose and playing, and I'm hoping they can take that good attitude into the games that count, uh, later this week.
0: It seems like the training has been going really well for the Sounders. Um, they've moved on from uh, from uh, fitness to working on tactical tweaks. So we should be pretty ready to go, even though we haven't had like a real preseason. We've only played these two uh, games. Um, so we should be ready to go. It, should, it seems like the team – and the fact that we have so many people returning is huge for the Sounders. So the, we will know after tomorrow who the Sounders are playing. They'll either be the team from Egypt, which is Ali, um, from, which plays in Cairo, or Auckland City, which is the team from New Zealand. Um, just a little bit about... These teams uh, for people who don't know. Um, so Auckland City, their, their last game that they played was on December 3rd um, when they beat Wellington Olympic in the New Zealand Regional League. Uh, they play uh, how it's, how the league is broken up. There's a regional league and there's also a national league um, and in the standings, uh, so the, to get here, they won the uh Oceana Champions League. Um, Which I guess it's just and,
1: Australia, or are there other things beyond Australia, New Zealand that play into that? Yeah,
0: it's it's those, it's mostly just uh, Australia, New Zealand, any, and some Indonesian
1: other soccer teams. Yeah, I think, like I that?
0: think there are, there are, I think there are, there are some um other islands. Um, Auckland's city has pretty much dominated um the the competition for a while. Um, they have, this will be their 10th appearance, um, in, uh, the club world cup. Um, the, the, best they've ever done was they came in third in 2014. Um, they, so they're, they've had a long off season like us. So I think they and they are definitely the team that the Sounders would like to see. Um, uh, that being said, they're still a good team last year. They, went uh they had a re- they had a record of 21 and one um which is which is really good um next team and then and, and the next team still had 16 wins and there were uh two other teams that had uh 15 wins so it's not like the there were there was no competition
1: right but obviously the total um, you know total population of australia is about six million a little lower than the population of Washington State. Um, yeah, Australia's they, you know smaller than they did California, score twelve so...
0: goals more than the next team. Right, but it's
1: a it's a little bit like you know the Sounders beat Ballard FC to be, win the Washington State Championship and then yeah. you know beat the team from California to qualify for this. So you know it's not nothing, but the they're, really they're their...
0: Yeah, their their qualification to get into the Club World Cup is definitely easier than the Sounders. Right. Um, on you the look other at side, their, their record yeah. for the
1: last year, they're like you know twenty and one, but it's you know who have they been playing? Um, they beat Tasmania, I'm sure. You know, so it's anyway. It's you know don't want to disregard them as a as a as an opponent, and you know, but but it feels like the Sounders should be able to, um, you know, should be able to get by them.
0: There are just the so many. There, I I just love so many of the names. Um, that play in the New Zealand Regional League. Um, I, I, I mean, like, I want to go to New Zealand. It seems like a great place. It seems like people really oh, like it. All the names of the cities Very, you're
1: saying that that, that, that yeah, all of them are just in? so.
0: All of them are just uh, so fun. Um, I'm, I mean, like, ever most people know Christchurch. Uh, I still think that's a. Funny name. There's a team that's name is Green Island, Um, New Zealand. A great place. I would be happy to play against New Zealand. Play against uh, a team that actually does do something when there is uh, gun violence. Um, uh, But moving on to the other, the other team um, from Egypt, uh, they play in. Cairo they are in the middle of their season Um, they have been to the club world cup uh, eight times they have also been there Um, they're also beginning to be like a staple of teams that usually make it to the competition right now they have played 15 games and are 11 4 and 0 um, or I guess uh, uh, 11 0 and 4 they have yet to lose um this season in their last match uh they've so had a couple
1: of games a, an advantage for those teams yeah. you know with relatively little travel that they need to do they're in mid-season form they're they're playing in front of a presumably you know friendly crowd um so i think that will be a challenge you know both for auckland to come in to and for the sounders um so they do seem like the more likely opponent um again I do think we have the talent to win and, you know, that's what I'm expecting and hoping we'll be able to do, but obviously it's a challenge to, you know, have your first competitive game be in, you know, such a strange environment and, uh, you know, hopefully the Sounders are up for that challenge.
0: No, no score prediction. It should be a a good game for the Sounders, um, depending on who we play. I'm very excited to watch it. The game will be at 930 Pacific time, and you can watch it using um, the Fox Sports app. I'm not sure if it will be on Fox Sports 1 live, but that is how you can watch the game. So there is a way to watch that. Um, if the Sounders are to win or if, and uh, the next game will be on February 8th, which is on Wednesday, which is a Wednesday. Um, and uh, it should all, I'm guessing this game should also be on Fox sports. I think they, there's a very good chance. If the Sounders are in that game, that game will get moved to national TV, because I think people will be interested in seeing Real Madrid play. Um, I can see Fox sports doing that. Um, And Real Madrid would be who we would play. Um, What are your thoughts on if that would happen? Do you want to, I mean, that's, that's really what I'm hoping for. I'm ready to see us play Real Madrid.
1: Of course. I mean, I I guess you, you know, you always want to go as far as possible in the game and as fun as it is to meet, you know, people from New Zealand, um, you know, playing against, you know, clearly one of the top teams in the world um, is, you know, is the point of, of the World Cup. And, you know, just like Wrexham going to Sheffield, you know, you want to show not only that you're excited to be there, but, you know, you think you can play harder and, and win. Um, And so we'll see, you know, I don't really know how seriously uh, the, you know, the Real Madrids of the world take the Club World Cup competition, you know, do they see it as a game that they go to win the same way they would for the Champions League final, or do they see it as a showcase I don't think they for the 20-year-old? They,
0: they they don't take it seriously, but they are expected to win. So, like they they don't care how they win, but like if they are straight, like I think they, if we make it to that game, I think they will play like more of a second team,
1: right? But and even if the they are losing, for Real losing,
0: then they then they put players. Back the,
1: in. the salary the salary budget for real madrid c team is probably bigger than the salary budget for the sounders yeah so um you know there would be no shame in an even game or losing that game under those circumstances but anyway i mean obviously i think that's the first goal is to get to that game um then the second goal is to show up well in that game and represent mls well um it would be great to no win
0: matter it. yeah yeah no matter what if we win the first game we will play in the third play. We would also play at least in the in right. And also the right. The third fact that you're game.
1: guaranteed that at least at least two more games is a is again a wonderful reason to um you know to want to win that first game.
0: I think taking home a third place trophy is very, very possible for the Sounders. I think while well, it would be absolutely amazing if and really funny if we beat Real Madrid, I think it is very much in reach that we could take home third place, and I'd be very happy with that. Like right. having I mean, the you know, show of, for being the first M.O.S. team to get here—that's huge.
1: Of you know, the goal at the World Cup is to get out of the group. You know, it'd be great if you could go out first and you know be first in the group. But the main goal is to be first or second. So I think you're right that you know I think the goal is. You know to get to one of those final two games you know whether it's the championship game or the third place game um and the way to do that is to you know is to win this first game and then it would be great to win the second game also but but either way you know you know then you try to win the third game whoever it's against all
0: right uh let's move on from the club world cup very excited to watch those games um and after that, when the Sounders come back from Morocco, the Sounders will play Colorado in the first game of the m season. They will watch the rest of the league play on Saturday, and then we will play Colorado at home on FS1. Um, Colorado last year also missed the playoffs they finished right above us in 10th place uh with two more points uh, in the end um well, i think they've not they, 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 where they,
1: they sort of expect to be whereas we have much higher standards um
0: ouch ouch that that's i feel like that's a little bit of a diss oh, on a them unfair. because i was
1: going to go the other way and say you know colorado is widely considered a to be really the good see- of real madrid in the yeah. of the mls but Um, you know, again, yeah, let's think about expect to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, let's think about how they did how they did in 2021. They had a really good season. Their coach was in Coach of the Year talks. Um, they're a good team. Um, again, like I've said it before, they are always made up of like other clubs rejects who aren't necessarily bad players. They're players who have just have found their way to the bench. So they're always made up of like the third best people on teams, um, which still makes a pretty fine team and a team that should be able to make the playoffs. Um, I think this will be a fun game. Um, I think that the Sounders will win this game very easily though. Um, I think that I very much hope the storyline from this game is the Sounders are coming off from a, good performance at the world cup. And, and after that, where we showed, we are a top team in the league. We reintroduce ourselves as a team that is here to fight for MOS cup. And we get to hear John strong say the Seattle Sounders are back baby. Um, cause I think we're going to win. I'm going to say four, zero, um, and I'm gonna say goals from two goals from Raroy Diaz, one goal from Chiao Paulo, and one go from Hey Bear. Uh, what do you what's your score prediction?
1: I think that sounds good. I mean, I think the key thing is, you know, coming into it with everyone healthy and happy. Um, and you know, if we can put our best team on the field that day, and if you know, we'll be we'll be coming in with more, you know with more um, competitive games than, than Colorado. And I think you're right that we should be in good, you know, well-placed to steamroll them in front of, a, in front of a, a home crowd who will be excited to get back to seeing the Sounders play like the Sounders. I'll say three to nothing.
0: Who's gonna score?
1: Let's see, one from Christian Roldan, one from Ladero, and uh, one from Rusnak with assists from the three guys you mentioned. Actually, it'll be interesting to see whether you know how they use Heber in that first game.
0: I'll be surprised if he starts uh, in the Club World Cup. It, it would be interesting to see if he will start um, when we come back. We'll see how he gets used. Um, before before we go, um, still no word on, on Will Bruin. Um, so ending this show on a, on a kind of a sad note. Um, do you think we would do you, any anything you want to add about uh, him? It seems like he he is not with the team in Spain right now. He, he has been posting he was in Florida. Um, do, do you think we're getting close to a Will Bruin retirement message or uh, he's going to be signing with, I don't know, Orlando?
1: Anyway, I mean, I'm obviously a big fan of, of him as a player and a person. Um, I think, you know, assuming Ruy Diaz and Ebert are healthy, it's hard to see him getting on the field much. So, um, I hope the Sounders won't need, you know, won't need a lot of minutes from a third forward. Um, so in that way, you know, if he, if he ends up playing somewhere else, you know, good for him. Um, And, you know, but I also think he's he's done enough and taken enough of a beating that I wouldn't uh, look down on him if he decided that uh, it was time to let somebody else, you know, do the dirty work and uh, compete for compete for headers.
0: That would do it for this episode of Scarves Up. We will see you on the first Thursday of March for the next episode where we will talk about the game against Colorado and the Club World Cup although we might be back sooner if there is just so much drama at the Club World Cup that we just have to give you a bonus episode. But if not, there are so many games in March, games against RSL, Cincinnati, LAFC, SKC, LA Galaxy uh, is on April uh, 1st. So there will be so much soccer to get to, and you will not want to miss the next episode. We want to remind you to follow the show on Twitter at Scarves Up Pod and follow us on Instagram at Scarves Up Podcast. And if you want to contact the show, email questions, send an email uh, to scarvesuppodcast at gmail.com or you can contact the show at the scarvesuppodcast.com website. That again, scarvesuppodcast.com is our website where you can contact and share episodes of the show. Remember to also listen to football's life, my radio show uh, for weekly breakdowns of MOS and the biggest headlines in soccer. If you want to hear my thoughts on the sounders and things happening more uh, daily, those come out once a week on fridays uh and you can also listen to that on wecb one more thing to wrap up the show a bold prediction from david amoudis in the next uh in the month of february is
1: el Tráfico will be a bad game of soccer in front of a lot of people at the rose bowl
0: and a bold prediction from nat is that dc united is going to absolutely demolish toronto in the first game uh, of the season uh, in the class of very bad eastern conference teams that would do it that would do it we'll see you in march until then make sure you keep your
1: garbs up